Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check us out on Five Reasons YouTube before floor an hour before every game. Post up 5R as soon as the game ends. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. Make sure you spell that one out. You get the latest takeaways from Brady Hawk and others. Got a whole Dolphin series going on in terms of what Mike McDaniel might do along with Chris Greer in the offseason. We do not have a paywall at FiveReasonsSports.com. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We've been telling you about this. If you need internet security, we got a great deal for you, and it's called NordVPN, N-O-R-D, VPN. Online security starts with a click. NordVPN encrypts your internet traffic and hides your IP and virtual location. NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet providers, where ISPs slow down your internet to get you to upgrade. NordVPN allows you to switch your country IP address to access Netflix, Disney+, Plus, YouTube Premium, and all of those other channels in other countries for cheaper prices as well. NordVPN offers unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of personal data. So get your exclusive NordVPN deal. This is just through us, okay? NordVPN.com backslash 5RSN. NordVPN.com backslash 5RSN. Or use the promo code 5RSN directly through the site to get a discount on your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift at checkout. And it comes completely risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. So check it out at nordvpn.com backslash 5RSN. And now, today's episode. Down to Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. We're actually recording this at halftime of the All-Star Game, a game for which Jimmy Butler seems incredibly excited. Actually, not at all. He looks like he wants to get the hell out of Cleveland. I feel like Tyler Hero would have enjoyed this experience a whole, whole lot more. We got to see Wade and Dirk uh, together in the uh, in the in the booth. That was interesting and some other stuff that that I'm sure everybody will catch up with online. We're not going to talk a ton about the All-Star game tonight, though, but we are going to talk about some of the players who are playing in it. And and one probably will get to who whose name is on one of the teams, but is not playing in it. I've got Brady Hawk tonight. I've got you follow him at Brady Hawk 305. I've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket and Our floor plan tonight is we're going to take a look at the Eastern Conference and we're going to rank 
the biggest individual threats to the Miami Heat? Because I, I know that one of the concerns that people have about the Heat in the playoffs is are their stars good enough to overcome other stars? Jimmy Butler's there tonight, obviously, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero are not, neither is Kyle Lowry. But there are others who have bigger profiles in the league, and again, some of them are playing tonight. So we're going to go through our list here a little bit of which players will give the Heat the most trouble, which are the players they have the fewest potential answers for. And we're going to go down the list from five to one. We have not prepared this in advance, okay? So you got to think who you might put in your top five. And I'm going to make this hard for Brady at first. Give me your fifth. Who would be the fifth most difficult player in the Eastern Conference for the Heat to contend with? This is interesting because going backwards is a lot tougher than going forwards <laughs> because you don't know where to place them. But I have a feeling that we're all kind of kind of agree about the four or five, I think might be two Chicago guys, in my opinion. Uh, so I'm just going to go with DeRozan at five. And I just feel like I've just seen him this season go nuclear in ways that it doesn't matter ways you defend him. It doesn't matter what schemes you throw at him. He's just able to kind of score over the top of him. He can get to his spots in different ways. Uh, I just feel like it's one of those guys that, he can take over a game in a playoff series. And I know we're talking playoffs and I know a lot of people are going to be like, we've seen DeRozan flame out in that way, but obviously I feel like this is just a different type of team that they have so many scores around him that it may not be as much pressure on him in that way. Uh, that I think if we're going to start at five and talk about just individual players, I just feel like that's one of those guys that are just so hard to stop. Alex, what would be the answer for DeRozan for the Heat? Well, I think the Heat's answer for DeRozan is one of their many wing defenders, right? Like if you get them in a playoff series, they're obviously going to have to separate a couple of those guys, uh, split a, a couple of those guys between uh, Levine and DeRozan. But I was having a hard time with the bottom of this list, like Brady said, because the, the, the top is obviously a little bit easier. But uh, I was kind of going back and forth between DeRozan and Kyrie a little bit just because of like the the kind of the build of the guys, right? It's like, do they have more guys who are built to guard Kyrie a little bit better or DeRozan a little bit better? Where I feel like DeMarge has obviously had a, a, a stronger season. He's obviously been the better player this year. He's taken his game to kind of a different level. So I, I, I kind of gave DeRozan the nod here, even though I do think the Heat are kind of have more guys built to guard DeMar a little bit. I, I'm just, it's, it's more respect for the season that he's having. It is tougher doing this backwards, right? Because I, I think that the top three, we haven't decided on the order yet, so I don't want to get to it. But I think the top three, everybody can kind of figure out here. It's when you get past the top three. So when we're taking a look at number five, you know, I think for other teams, considering what happened in the playoffs last year, like a Trey Young might jump in there. But I don't really see him as a big concern for the Heat. I don't see LaMelo Ball as a big concern for the Heat. So I would, I would take the two of them out of the equation. I will tell you that I looked at a couple of the Cleveland guys potentially for number five. I think by the time you get to the playoffs, somebody like an Evan Mobley could be a big problem for the heat, just because again, they don't necessarily have two bigs that they're going to play consistently. You could argue for Jared Allen with that team. You could argue for Darius Garland, but I'm going to take sort of all of them out of the equation. I I'm going to say for me, it would have been Levine fifth. Honestly, um, but I do think you're talking about the two Chicago wings here at four and five. And, and the reason I, I'm, I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to go with DeRozan because of experience, because of the, the nuclear season that he's having. But I actually think for Miami, you can make the case that Levine is a tougher cover for them 
than DeRozan is just based on pure athleticism at this point of their respective careers. I mean, could either of you see that or are you, are we all in agreement that they are four and five? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I, mean, I feel, I feel like the differences between the two and kind of where I stand is that I've kind of made the point that if there's guys that play inside the arc, it kind of favors Miami's defense because we've seen, uh, not to compare Julius Randle to any of these guys, but guys that play in that mid-post area, they can send two to you, and, and they can just really put you in uncomfortable spots that you can't – Levine's not that type of player. DeRozan is kind of that type of player. When he starts getting to those mid-range spots, starts to get to the rim, they can find counters for DeRozan that I think they can't find for Levine, and that's just why I think I just kind of gave him the edge there. Levine's just a, the shooting, I feel like. Like, a lot of times, whether it's on or off ball, I feel like he's going to be an extreme threat to the Heat because of what Brady's talking about, their defense, and how they love to collapse and send help towards the middle, which is where DeRozan loves to play. So I completely agree. And that's kind of why I put Levine four there is because I, I just think, like, in general, offensively, you have to account for him at all times. And he's the type where you cannot leave him ever because uh, you try to contest on him. He loves those little types of rainbow shots. And he can get hot quick. So I see Levine being a little bit of a bigger problem for the Heat. And kind of, I just think you have to have your one of your best perimeter defenders on him at all times. So the other thing that's interesting about us all going with the Chicago guys at four and five is that we're all saying that the only team that has two top five threats to the Heat play for the Bulls, which means we're essentially excluding Kyrie Irving, and James Harden when I, cause I, I think we both, we all know here who the top three are going to be. Right. So, and, and two of those Maybe. guys play with two of those other guys. Also, by the way, drew holiday plays with one of those guys uh, and we're not including him. And we saw what he did to Miami last year. I, Chris Middleton is in that picture as well. Does anybody want to, now that I've thrown that out there, cause you guys know my feelings about, about Harden and Kyrie, although I'm much more afraid of Kyrie in a playoff series than I am of Harden. It's not close, depending on whether or not Kyrie can play in those games. But again, considering where we're going here with the top three, do either of you guys want to consider putting the two Chicago guys four and five? Because I do <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I mean, you just made the point right there. Like, I'm probably more scared of a Levine for seven games than Kyrie for what four. So I feel like that needs to be taken <laughs> into account. Like that shouldn't just be pushed aside. Uh, you're going to have three games essentially in a seven game series where he's not there. Yeah. Um, but there is some things there that I think we also haven't seen Harden in a Philly uniform. Like we don't know what Harden we're, we're talking about here. Are we talking about Brooklyn Harden or are we talking about Houston Harden? Because I feel like those are two totally different guys when you're talking about the player that obviously it's going to be here down the line. Um, but Kyrie, I think is right on the level of DeRozan, like, cause they're so similar in that way where they can get hot and they can just kind of, as we saw in that Brooklyn game, just what was it a week ago, where he just goes crazy in the fourth quarter, slips away from you, and just can't stop him. But I still feel like those two Chicago guys, I think, scare you a little bit more just because, for one, you have to respect. I feel like Levine's in there for me, for sure. But DeRozan, just what we've seen this season, puts him at five. I'm going to yeah. throw Kyrie ahead of at least one of them because for this reason. First thing, I think the rule is going to get relaxed. Uh, it's it's clear now that with Adam Silver talking about it, seemed like the only thing Adam Silver was more concerned about than getting reporters out of the locker room because he thinks we're staring at the players or something like that was making sure that the law was changed in New York so that Kyrie could play. And already the mayor of New York has kind of indicated that that might happen. 
And here's the difference between, and I'm going to go with, I guess, again, I know I said earlier, the athleticism of Levine and the three-point shooting is more problematic, but I got to give respect to DeRozan's season, even though we haven't seen him doing it in the playoffs. So the reason I'm going to put Kyrie ahead of, I guess I'll swap it and put Kyrie ahead wow. of Levine, is this. Well, here's the here's the thing, Alex. Lots of ways. I have seen him. I, we have seen Kyrie Irving play at the absolute highest level in the NBA finals. Has Zach Levine played in a playoff game? I don't More think he ha- has he, I don't think he has. Right. Cause he no. was traded for Jimmy. So I, I was going back and forth with that fifth spot between DeRozan, Harden, Kyrie, and also Tatum. So I was kind of going with all of those guys. And I think Tatum has a, but the thing is, we've already seen him in the playoffs, so it's not as scary as these other guys we, they haven't played against. But really, it's more about, I think, just kind of like the relevance and respect to these other guys who have been playing so well. But it's it's tough. That bottom of the list is really tough. Tatum, and, and is, I, a, Tatum is a good one, actually. And I do want to say, just to make sure, because I know we're going to talk about matchups, and I know people are going to want to say you should probably mention the Cleveland Bigs, but it's when we're talking about singular player forces – like I think of the Cleveland bigs as a whole, because you just mentioned, you said it could have been Mobley. It could have been Jared Allen. It could be any of these guys that I think that's more the team aspect than a specific player, because I don't think they're scared of a Jared Allen or they're scared of a Evan Mobley. Like this is more of a team aspect that maybe it's a bad matchup in a regular season, but obviously that could change. Well, we've seen Tatum shoot the ball really poorly against Miami in the playoffs. But if I keep talking here, I'm going to end up bumping both of the Chicago guys for Kyrie and Tatum. So I particularly the way Tatum's played lately, Jalen Brown is problematic also. So, I mean, there are a lot of guys in the Eastern conference, but yeah, I might sneak Tatum into my top five as well. Forget everything I said earlier. All right, we're going to get to the top three. Cause I think in those, we actually are all going to agree on who the three are. We're going to throw them out there and then we're going to debate them before we do though. I want to tell you about a great sponsor, the five reasons Sports Network. We mention this one all the time, but this is the official daily fantasy partner and it's prizepicks.com. Prizepicks.com. Use that code FIVE. The code is FIVE. You get your initial deposit match. That's right. Throw down $100. They will give you $100 to play with. You do not need to play it all at once. You can play 20 bucks, play 20 more later. You can play flex play, power play, depending on how. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Risky you want to be, and you can play all kinds of different sports. So when the NBA comes back, you can play it. Play the NHL right now as well in college basketball. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code five, F-I-V-E, the official daily fantasy partner of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, let's throw the three guys out there. We know who they are. Uh, one of them is playing. Two of them are playing in this game. One of them is not, of course, but his name is on the team. We've got Durant, we've got Giannis, and we've got Embiid. What we're going to do here before the next break is eliminate one. Who is the least problematic for the heat who is the least alex is raising his hand right now because i know what direction he's gonna go who will the heat have the most answers for durant and we're, we're assuming a healthy durant which is hard to assume but let's assume it we know what Giannis is and we got to assume a healthy Embiid. that's a challenge but we got it we got to assume that he's going to be playing uh at the level he's been playing at this season alex who are you taking out so the heat 
do not have the most. I mean, I'm sorry, the Heat have the most answers for Kevin Durant, but he's not my number three. I think my number three is Embiid, and I think it was obvious. But and and, and I wanted to frame it that way because I think that's going to be the argument here: is the Heat are not really as built to guard Embiid as maybe they are Giannis or KD, but. To me, it's more about the coverage stuff, right? It's not necessarily about the the individual player matchups with Embiid because we all know it's most likely going to be Bam uh, for the majority of that playoff series. I just feel like the fact that they're going to have him, and we saw, we, you know, we talked about this plenty of times in the past about, about a theoretical playoff series versus the Sixers. The Heat are going to make him pass. They're going to trap. We, they're going to blitz. They're going to do all sorts of different coverages to try to make uh, Joel Embiid think, even though he's an improved passer has obviously turned into a very good shooter from the mid-range. He's got a little bit, you know, more counters, a little bit of quicker processor than he has been in the past. Despite all that, the Heat are still going to put him in those positions. And um, the only reason I didn't put him lower, because I don't have faith in him to do it by himself. But now that he's got hard in there and they're kind of like taking the load off of each other, um, I think it's going to make him beat a lot more dangerous because you're obviously going to have Harden out there on the wings, even though he doesn't really move or do anything off ball. Uh, the, the threat of him, whether he's on or off ball, is just going to make Joel Embiid's job a little bit easier. And he's just kind of gotten into that level where he's one of the most dominant bigs in the league. So that's why he's three for me. The Heat are going to make him pass, but um, I just don't have faith in him over the other guys to kind of rise above stuff and, and, and counter because I, like I've seen the other guys have. Brady, it's tough, right? Yeah, and I will say... I'm pretty much all the way there with Alex, what he was saying. And the reason I think I'm a lot closer than I once was, like I've talked a lot about on here. I think we did this recently on one of these podcasts where I said that like the inside the arc stuff that we were just talking about and bead falls right into that category. Obviously he's much more skilled MVP candidate, but Miami feels a lot more comfortable when they can just blitz down and send Jimmy on these doubles and do stuff like that. When they're just totally throwing on these perimeter guys, the difference is why I think he's really close to being two and maybe being one even is the James Harden factor because you cannot totally double a Joel Embiid if Harden's playing at that level. If he can come off and he has a, a four on three on the backside, he's probably going to make the right read most of the time. And if he's in that scoring mode, he's going to be able to kill you in that way that that's going to lead to some more adjustments. And you probably can't send the double as often at Embiid than Embiid can get going. So it's more of the gravity he has in that way. Uh, but I still think right now, like I said before, not seeing Harden kind of throws me in the way of that. I think the other two are higher than him, so I'd have him at three. But I'm close just with the Harden factor. If Harden was not in the picture like this, I would have him three, and I may have him lower as well. But just because of this, I think the matchup makes it much more interesting. Yeah, and the other thing about it is we have seen Bam have some success against Embiid. Uh, th there are certain centers that I'm not comfortable with Bam playing against. Nikola Jokic is one of them he has had more success against MB than against Jokic. He doesn't seem to have the fear factor of him that he has of Jokic for whatever reason. And, and so I, I feel like they have a handle on him. Also Embiid uh, has had frustrations against the heat. I mean, I've, I've covered games in Miami, uh, you know, with he in the locker room afterwards and, and just can't seem to figure them out. I, I, I do feel like they can throw enough at him to confuse. And we also saw, that game up there this year, okay, where Miami went up there with almost nobody and, and MB couldn't close that game. I mean, Gabe Vincent basically beat them. I, I, I think that I think they will have a plan for Embiid uh, where I think the plan again will take him out of his game enough. The other two guys, I'm not sure you can take them out of their game. I, that's the difference here. And so I'm going to say Embiid is third as well. He's dangerous. 
for sure, but I, I'm not going to be able to put him in the top two, even if he ends up winning the MVP this year, which by the way, I think one of the other two guys is getting overlooked for the MVP right now. And, and I think if you look at the overall numbers, you can make the case that he could be the MVP again. Okay. But we'll get to that in a second. Before we do, we're going to decide between these two here with Alex and Brady. I want to tell you about another sponsor of the five reasons sports network, our friends over at all pro construction builders. We're in South Florida. doesn't matter what the weather is now, you know, hurricane season is coming, right? So you got to protect your home and your business. Make sure to contact All Pro Construction Builders. They specialize in impact windows and doors for residential and commercial properties. All Pro Construction Builders is a state certified licensed and insured general contractor. They service Miami Dade and Monroe counties. Everybody's saying, well, all your advertisers are Broward and North. No, they will handle Dade and Monroe. They only use locally made products, American made, they're family owned and operated. And you will only deal with the owner, our guy Danny, from start to finish. They offer competitive pricing, but do not sacrifice service. So make sure to contact them for a free estimate. And if you mention five reasons sports or five reasons, you'll get a 10% discount. So reach out to Danny at 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. Or check them out on Instagram at All Pro Construction Builders. And make sure you mention five reasons. All right. We've got Giannis. We've got Durant. If Durant's foot was like a quarter inch shorter, maybe Giannis doesn't have a title right now. Um, we have seen the Heat beat Giannis, and we have seen the Heat lose to Giannis. Uh, the Heat have taken away a guy who was complimentary to Giannis last year in P.J. Tucker. That will be one of the guys guarding Giannis this year. And then there's Durant, who we have not seen with this group because Simmons hasn't been integrated yet. We'll have to see how that plays out. I think you can make a case for either being a more difficult matchup for Miami. I, I know which way I'm going to go. Brady, I'll let you start this time. Yeah, I think I'm at KD at two and my Giannis at one. And I think the main reason is, for one, Giannis as you just mentioned with the MVP stuff, but it's more about the two-way stuff. Like I was looking at, well, I know we don't want to talk about last postseason at all because that technically didn't happen, I guess, but three of 16, Giannis held Jimmy two in that series. And I think that's where I stand more. It's like, they're worried about him offensively, but the stuff he can do defensively and he can throw off your best player in that way puts him at one comfortably for me. And I just think Kevin Durant healthy is probably one of the, probably the best player in this league. So I don't want to take that into account, but the PJ Tucker factor is there for me. Like you just mentioned PJ Tucker guarding Giannis. I just had that series replaying in my head where PJ was guarding Kevin Durant. And as much as you can't slow down Kevin Dur or stop Kevin Durant, he slowed him down as much as humanly possible in that series. And if you look at a stat sheet, it may not look like it, but he made him work for every single possession. So I think that's just kind of where I stand that, you were, we were talking about before with the wing guys you feel more comfortable with because you have these PJs, you have these Jimmys, you have these Bams who could switch onto them. Uh, there's no way to probably stop either one of them, but I just feel like what we've seen from Giannis this season and what I know he can do defensively just kind of puts him one for me. So I wanted to put KD number one and kind of have the different take than Brady there, but no, I can't do it because I was trying to, I was going back and forth between the two, but. That was kind of the thing for me, too. It's just Giannis's defense, the rim protection stuff, the fact that you could throw him onto your best player like that we saw the Bucks do last season. And even though that he'd obviously have a much improved roster to be able to deal with that this season, it's still going to be a big problem because we haven't exactly seen the Heat. I mean, we've seen them make adjustments like we saw when when AD was thrown onto Jimmy in the bubble. 
Spo made adjustments here and there to try to make it easier on Jimmy's life. Obviously, he was playing without, you know, his best teammates. But yeah, I, I'm taking Giannis here just because KD is obviously coming back from injury. I still think he has like the whole, you know, th- they had that point there where ben, they're going to have to integrate Ben Simmons into the offense. And like Brady said, I just think they have way more guys that they can throw onto KD and Giannis. Whereas Giannis is like, you better not switch. You better not switch unless you're, you know, it's PJ and Bam. Like, I do not want to see Lowry or anybody else who can switch guarding Giannis. It's like you have to have a you have to have a tight coverage where everybody is on point. And I just think it's more of a recency bias too with Giannis. It's like he did what he did to the Heat last season. He's in his prime. He's only gotten better and he's this crazy athlete. So yeah, yeah, I'm putting Giannis number one in KD2 for now. I never go against you guys really on this kind of stuff. And I am a Giannis guy, but I'm going to go the other way on this. And the reason I'm going to go the other way on this is that they're both virtually unguardable in the sense that you're not going to, you're not going to kill their efficiency that much, no matter who you put on them. The heat have options for both. I actually think they have better options in some cases for Giannis than they do for Durant. And here's the reason. Because you can have the best possible coverage on Durant. And if he's going from 18 to 25 feet, you're not doing anything about that. He's going to shoot right over the top of you. And with Giannis, that's not the case at this point. Yes, the jumper is improving, but they have a plan to pack the paint against Giannis. There are certain things that they have done successfully, and they have more people to do it now than they've ever had before, starting with P.J., but also I, when if when Vic is there and they can start switching, okay, and have that kind of quickness on him, again, he's going to get his, okay? But here's the other part about it. Durant's a better free throw shooter than him. He's a better long-range shooter than him. I, I don't think you can really affect Kevin Durant when he's got it going. I just don't. I do think the Heat have shown they can affect Giannis. I understand the defensive side, but here's the other part of this. As much as I'm not a Ben Simmons supporter – we talked about Harden affecting Embiid. If Simmons just comes in and does what he does well, which is defend with length, right? That is what he does best, okay? That, that is a burden that's taken off of Durant to large extent, which so I, and he is still a good defender, uh, maybe not at the Giannis level. He's still a good defender. Where I think that mitigates that somewhat. I will tell you the Heat are more afraid of Durant. Uh, from people I've talked to in the organization. And I, it's repeat, they've really said this to me, and this is more than one person. And this is even with, if, this is before the Harden for Simmons trade, which was the Nets are scary if Durant, because Durant is the one guy in the league who can do an 06 wave. And I think that's accurate. And so I, that I, I, I'm going to go there again. Giannis has my full and complete respect. He won the championship rightly so last year. And dominated him while doing so. He did, but Durant scares me more. And Durant almost won that thing against Milwaukee last year without help. without without the guys with Harden playing on one hamstring and without Kyrie. I I'm gonna I'm gonna lean that direction. All right. So so my list, which I totally flipped here as we went, uh, scariest Durant, second Giannis, third Embiid, fourth. I'm I'm doing it. Kyrie, fifth Tatum. I'm taking the Chicago wow. guy. I'm taking the Chicago guys off just because I forgot Tatum when we started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some honorable mentions, and I assume both of you guys are going the same way here, which is 
Uh, one is, uh, I'm Susie. One is Giannis, two Durant, three Embiid, four Levine, and five DeRozan. But it's an interesting argument. All right, go to nordvpn.com backslash 5RSN. Get yourself 10% off internet security. Prizepicks.com, use code FIVE. And of course, all pro construction builders, check them out on Instagram. Plenty of content for you this week. We'll have Jose Pineda on here on Wednesday. See, I did the Enya thing correctly. Uh, and we're going to have a couple of other guests here as we go. But uh, look for stuff daily on the Five on the Floor feed. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.